Welcome to the Business of Beverages, drinks industry insights with makers, marketeers, and mischief. Hello, and welcome to BizBevPod's bi-weekly quiz episode, where myself and Will P. Keating, it's usually where you say hello, hello, <laughs> take each other on in obviously a very well-rehearsed and very well-scripted quiz, Will. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I'm paying attention now. <laughs> so yeah so most people know the score uh how this works is we give each other five clues the clues get progressively easier uh but you get more points the earlier you guess the beverage it can be a brand it can be a liquid it can be a company and uh, we've had a lot of fun with this actually over the years since we started it we we, well, have. we, we have i don't i don't know if listeners care but we we have fun yeah yeah and somebody obviously listens to it but my theory as i've explained before is that people just forget to skip it and and that's what happens. They came for the episodes and then they find the quiz and then, then hopefully it's short and silly and they just grow to love it. Yes, don't skip it. This, this is actually probably our best work. <laughs> <laughs> We're just saying something. Yeah, the bar is low. The bar is low. Okay, are, are we going to ask questions? Yes. Would you like to ask the questions first or would you like to answer the questions first? I'm going to ask the questions first. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. So this week, right, for five points, this drink was first derived from a recipe by the manager of the Limmers Hotel in London, although the Garrick Club also has a claim. So throughout the 1800s, there was lots of sort of arguments about who came up with what. But this particular drink is disputed between the manager of the Limmers Hotel and the Garrick Club. Right. Ah, oh, the, the Garrick Club sounds familiar. Yes, I think it's still in existence. Much, much more so than the Limmers Hotel. Um, Gar- and oh, I feel like I was reading something about this recently. So it's obviously a cocktail if it was in, if it was created in a bar or a hotel. Mm. And I'm kind of torn between two, and I'm not a hundred percent on this, but I'm going to guess the Singapore Sling. So I, you're wrong, uh, but I am full of admiration. So the Singapore Sling came from Raffles Hotel in Singapore. Ah, uh, so you were right on the hotel part, uh, just wrong city. Um, I actually feel I might have asked you about the uh, Singapore Sling in a quiz previously, one of our earlier episodes. Anyway, uh, see again, I can no longer remember. I'm afraid <laughs> I can remember having a Singapore Sling in Raffles Hotel, where the um, the it's accompanied by peanuts, uh, monkey nuts, and you you shell the peanuts and discard the shell on the floor. That's a thing, you know, that you're supposed to do, um, which kind of surprised me at the time. What also surprised me is how awful the Singapore Sling is. Ugh, too sweet. <laughs> yeah, sweet, sweet, sweeter than this beverage you're asking me about. Who knows? <laughs> what I can tell you is, though, for four points, it is a well-known cocktail, which you've already figured out. Uh, originally, it was de- derived from a punch. However, it took advantage of the newly available soda water. Okay, I still think it is the other half of my first. Yeah, is it a Tom Collins? It is a Tom Collins. Congratulations. Well done. Nearly a five point if you had a guess Tom Collins at the start. Well done. Yeah, absolutely. Because uh, for three points, it would have been this uh, drink was originally named after its creator, Mr. John Collins. And then for two points, uh, the name changed when the style of gin that was preferred was changed from Geneva to Tom Old Tom Gin. 
Um, so it became, instead of a John Collins, it became a Tom Collins. So you had, for one point, finally, it would have been, this is a cocktail which consists of Old Tom Gin, lemon juice, sugar syrup, and the aforementioned soda water. Well done. Thank you. Uh, did, did not know it was originally uh, John Collins. There you go. So you can ask for John Collins, and it's a Tom Collins, except with Geneva rather than Old Tom Gin. Now, many of them are not Old Tom Gins at this stage, but you get the idea. Yeah. Uh, that was probably one we should have asked Philip Duff about when he was on the... It it is Philip Duff with the um uh with his Geneva what was it called? Shit, I can't remember. <laughs> Just Old Duff Geneva. It's called Old <laughs> Duff Geneva. Well, how could I forget that? So yeah, we would thoroughly recommend if you're thinking about Geneva, Geneva, uh Geneva, then uh to recommend Old Duff. Yeah, absolutely. And and do follow Philip on, on Instagram and, and Twitter as well, because he, he is very entertaining. And he has a great podcast. Um well, right. I've got four points. Can you topple it? I'm worried now. Okay. Well, don't, don't worry. Don't worry. I've, I've got good faith in you here. So let's go for, for five points. Will. this brand was launched in 1986 by UK based IDV and has since been sold on to not one, but two global drinks giants. Oh, 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 I have half an inkling. Is it Malibu? It's not Malibu. Ah, oh, great, great guess though. Oh, sorry, I got very excited for myself there. Uh, Malibu, I think, was created maybe slightly earlier, but it's relatively recent. I'm pretty sure it was IDV, and it's been flogged a couple of times since. So, okay, I got, I got, I got a bit excited. No, oh. your your head is going into the right space, though. I would say. Okay. 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 Let's go. Right. So for four points. Although this beverage is sold at 47% ABV in pretty much every duty-free around the world, which I think is where most people buy it, water from Lake Vernui brings it down to the 40% ABV that we are more familiar with in bars. Oh, goodness me. Now, I'm going to spell that, I'm going to spell that lake for you because I'm not sure I pronounced it correctly. So it's a V. I'm sure you didn't pronounce it correctly. <laughs> V-Y-R-N-Y-W. V-Y-R. Yes, N-Y-W. Oh, my God. What on earth could that be? So 47% ABV is the first clue I'm going to, I'm going to take. You know, that's, in, that's, in, that's in duty-free travel. Yeah, I, I get it, but, you know, so there's a long history of obviously either being export uh, or stronger, um, uh, higher strength variants. Um, what do I know that's 47% ABV? Tanqueray used to be 47%, uh, but it's much, much older than that. So export strength Tanqueray used to be 47.3%, I think, Um if I recall correctly. And then obviously you've got things like Blue Smirnoff and various others. I, I, I'm going to take my time here because this is my only chance to draw level. So I'm going to talk it through myself. Like the, the, the lake is obviously a strong clue because it must be, it must be from somewhere unusual. You know, there's, there's no lake in Scotland or Ireland called that. So it, mm. Dear listener, if you have ever seen the episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, where Charlie has all of the clues on the wall with red string everywhere, that is exactly what Will looks like right now. What? Uh, uh, I'm going to cheat. 
think this is the this is the first case of cheating. Uh, I <laughs> sorry, I have grabbed I've grabbed from uh, directly on the shelf behind me. There is a copy of that shit will never sell, which is the David Gluckman book, and I'm trying to see if it can give me any inspiration as I flick through it, but it doesn't. I'm afraid. Okay, you're gonna have to give me the three pointer. I've I've been beaten. Do you, do you want to guess? You haven't actually guessed. Tanqueray 10. Uh, it's not Tanqueray 10, but you are very much going down the right track now. So, perhaps for three points, the ingredients might give you a clue, where the recipe uses 10 different ingredients. Almond, lemon peel, licorice, it's juniper bloody, berries. Uh, it's, oh, I'm going to kill myself. It's um, Bombay Sapphire. It is Bombay Sapphire. Oh, I'm going to kill. <laughs> oh, I just needed that little bit of confidence to think of it. Oh, Christ. <laughs> Uh, where is that lake? Wales. Okay. Three, three points is still three points. Like, don't don't be beating yourself up on this. I I should have just thought for that extra second longer. I was too busy thinking this is going to be boring for people. Oh, I'm annoyed. <laughs> I'm annoyed at myself now. Well, you obviously guessed it from the ingredients. Uh, I was I was kind of halfway through listing them there. Uh, there were the rest of the ingredients, uh, apart from almond, lemon peel, and licorice, are juniper berries, orris root, angelica, coriander, cassia, kubeb, and grains of paradise. Yeah, it it actually wasn't even the ingredients. It was as soon as you said you're going down the right track. I knew it was a gin, and then it immediately occurred to me because I I knew that Bombay Sapphire had been created uh later than people thought and i knew it was an idv product oh yeah idv sold it to diageo who later sold it to bacardi yeah well idv became diageo when i but we're now we're getting into really boring stuff congratulations well done though well, uh, well do you want I, to hear the, t- the two points and the one point of course yeah, well, uh, you know, we, we have to give our listeners the full benefit of this. So for two points, uh, which you absolutely would have got this on, it is sold in a flat-sided sapphire-colored bottle that has a picture of Queen Victoria on the label. <laughs> and for one point, its name originates from the gin and tonic favored by the Royal India Armed Forces during their time in colonial India, with the color referring to the violet blue star of Bombay, which is actually mined in uh, Sri Lanka. Well, well done. Uh, good clues. Uh, congratulations. Another victory. You're on a bit of a roll. I, I am. And, and high scoring again. We've had a couple of uh, four threes recently. Uh, uh, any silly football name for a four three? Uh, no, I don't think so. Well, you know, I, we, we've yet to beat the Desmond. No. Congratulations. Well done. Uh, I'll leave you to bask in your glory. Thank you for listening to The Business of Beverages. It's been our pleasure to bring you this episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe and recommend us to one other friend or colleague. As ever, we are independently produced and self-funded, so we appreciate your support in listening, sharing, or reviewing this podcast. You can, of course, follow us on Twitter, where we go by at BizBevPod. If you'd like to support us further, you can find us on buymeacoffee.com forward slash BizBevPod.